This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Today is Wednesday, February 7th. 2024. I'm Stan Friedman and this is Franchise Today. Well, this week we switch things up a bit as my interview with Doug Wilmarth, CEO at Muya Burgers, Fries and Shakes, originally scheduled to drop today, gets pushed back a week to make way for a very timely visit with Matt Haller, President and CEO of the IFA, as our run-up to Phoenix 2024 puts us less than two weeks out. I will get my conversation with Doug right back into rotation, and it will drop next Wednesday, the 14th at noon Eastern. I also want to take a moment to thank Heather Anderson for her eloquence and enlightenment last week as she shared how Ularity's application of AI takes the burden out of some of the tedious tasks that confront franchise marketers. And just ahead of my conversation with Matt Haller, another quick reminder to please pay us a visit at www.franchisetodaypodcast.com. That's where you'll find a growing body of content in my blog posts, show notes, a library of hundreds of interviews going back more than a dozen years. And most importantly, please click on the reviews tab and let the rest of the world know how we're doing here. It'll be much appreciated. Okay, enough housekeeping. A quick time out, and when I return in two minutes or less, I'll be joined by Matt Haller, President and CEO of the IFA. Don't go away. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. Franchisors of restaurants, bars, and grills, and multi-unit franchisees, listen up. This message is for you. If you're looking to engage guests, elevate profits, and enhance your customer experience, Atmosphere TV is the answer. What's Atmosphere, you ask? Atmosphere is the world's number one streaming TV service for businesses, here to help you make more and save big on overpriced cable packages. Atmosphere provides you with a free programming option, bringing more than 60 ultra-engaging audio-optional channels designed to please customers and increase their average ticket. So, how does it work? Well, it's easy. Upon sign-on, Atmosphere sends you a free device loaded with over 60 channels of eye-grabbing entertainment. From news and sports to viral videos and fuzzy animals, every channel is family-friendly and designed to keep your customers happy and engaged. Plus, Thanks to Atmosphere's 100% audio-optional format, the programming is perfect for any setting, no matter how loud or busy. So stop playing and paying overpriced cable. Go with free TV instead. Just go to atmosphere.tv forward slash sign up and use the code FRANCHISE and Atmosphere will waive the usual one-time $99 activation fee for your free-to-stream device. Visit Atmosphere online at atmosphere.tv and remember, use the code FRANCHISE to waive your one-time activation fee. Visit atmosphere.tv to elevate your franchise's entertainment experience today. 
Matt Haller has worn a number of hats, mostly in government relations during his dozen-plus years at the IFA, culminating in his present role as president and CEO. That came nearly three years ago, and who better than he to lead us through the headwinds and turbulence that franchising is currently facing. While our beloved business model has had to endure more than its fair share of challenges and uncertain times in years past, never has it faced such grueling scrutiny from legislators and regulators together has to be deemed an existential threat. That's where Franchise Smarter, the theme for this year's convention, comes from, the focus being on IFA's middle pillar, how to further enhance franchising to the benefit of franchisees, franchisors, and consumers. Matt's here to talk all about that and more. Matt Haller, welcome to Franchise Today. Stan, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Should be a welcome back to Franchise Today, really. That would be more appropriate, wouldn't it? I think it's my third Franchise Today appearance. Well, and each time we get together, we're each in a better place than we were the time before. So let's try to break that record this instance as well. Matt, we are less than two weeks out to the biggest event of the year, the IFA's annual convention this year in Phoenix. What do you see as a run-up? Let's talk a little about what you're seeing right now and how's the convention looking. The convention's looking really good. So we're going to be in Phoenix over four days, February 17 to 20. Our theme this year is Franchise Smarter. There's a couple through lines that led us to that theme. I think one, as we'll talk about later, I know, Stan, we've never been in a time in franchising where there's been more of a microscope on the business model from government, both on the consumer protection side, as well as the labor union and kind of that whole fight around joint employment. So there's also, we're at a little bit of an inflection point in franchising too, because of that scrutiny, we all have to think about how are we responsibly franchising and thinking about our business practices against that back drop of that scrutiny. So we wanted to lean into that mentality a little bit. And that leads to the mission of the IFA, like that middle pillar that I always talk about, how do we enhance franchising? That is what the IFA was built upon. How do we make new franchisors, really great franchisors? How do our supplier partners help franchisors deliver to their customers or to their franchisees in a responsible and productive way? And so that's how I see the state of franchising right now. That's That'll be part of my comments from the main stage uh, on, on the 17th. And I think that'll be something you'll hear a lot about from all of our keynote speakers and, and even in some of the breakout sessions. You know, we'll have close to 4,000 attendees. You know, we're excited about Coach Prime, obviously, who was just named Sports Illustrated's Sports Person of the Year and probably the biggest name in the last year in pop culture and other than Taylor Swift. We, we just couldn't squeeze her in the budget this year, but, you know, there's always 2025. You call him Coach Prime. I still call him Neon Dion, but... You are an Atlantan, so that's okay. <laughs> My mother-in-law is also a, an, an Atlanta native, and she's definitely asked me to make sure I get him and get an autograph for her. Totally appropriate. Well, let's do the same thing we do every week, Matt. Typically, I do this with franchise alumni that the business found them early in their careers. Let's do the same thing and ask you to reveal for the audience a little of your history. When did franchising find you, Matt, and how? I was like many people who are running franchise businesses or franchisees or suppliers. I was just looking to make a change in my career. And I was in a healthcare trade association doing advocacy work and sort of not that interested in those issues, that issue set. And so it was out looking for other opportunities in Washington in another uh, trade association and had a friend who worked for the IFA and they were looking for a new head of communications. And 
that's what led me to the IFA and to franchising. I've learned everything I know about franchising through our amazing members and, and the staff that worked here over the last decade plus and have since moved into obviously a number of different roles now get to lead the place into the future. But that's how I found it and humbled by the faith and support in me to lead a team of professional staff and be backed by such great volunteer leaders and members like yourself. And I find it so rewarding because people in franchising are so willing to share their experiences with one another. And it's not something you get in other industries. Talk to my trade association CEO peers and you know they're, they're not getting that same level of collaboration all the time that we get uh, in the franchise model. Well, it is unique to the interdependent relationship that franchising is built upon. I know it blows people's minds the first time they come to a convention. And in years past, you'd see Don Fox, CEO of Firehouse, in the same room on the same panel with Fred DeLuca and or Peter Cancro and Jersey Mike's and people would say, that's not possible. Are you kidding me? You go to a local chamber of commerce, you'll never see anything like that happen. But it happens at IFA like no place else. And I think people coming for the first time need to adjust their levels of expectation and leave some of the transactional mentality home and think bigger picture for long term. You're not running a sprint, you're running a marathon, and you're going to make a lot of great connections that aren't going to become relationships until you've given some time for those things to develop. Those are the two things that I think are most unique about IFA. People don't care how much you know before they know how much you care. So they're not really in a transactional mentality. You can work a convention in any other vertical and expect a more immediate ROI than you'll ever get from IFA convention, but it's because people have to get to know you. How much of that do you experience from your side of the paradigm? Yeah, we, we communicate that and I think it's, it's really spot on, especially to suppliers who might be looking for that immediate ROI. It's like, you got to demonstrate to franchisors that you understand the business model and that you're committed to the business model and committed to the relationship with our brand. Because particularly in franchising, if you're a supplier, you've got to be a franchisor to bring on a new business relationship, right? It's not just their decision, right? There can be a franchisee perspective to that. And there's got to be that level of trust and relationships. So it is really important and something that I know our membership team communicates on the supplier side. And then on franchisors for new and emerging franchisors that might be coming to IFA, franchising is not going to immediately, at least unresponsibly, back to my earlier comments, it's a different business than what you might've been in before owning and operating, whether you're a restaurant or residential service or B2B service, whatever the, the vertical that you're in. And switching that mindset to play the long game is something we certainly deliver at the IFA to members. And I think it's it work when it works, it's it's a magical thing. You've seen it with so many of your clients. I know that, Stan. Amen to that. So there are probably two or three buckets that I want to cover today, Matt. Some of those are GR related and what's happening with the government. Some of them are what to expect this year at convention. And then I want to leave time for us to take a look at things that you see trending. We've got a lot of turbulence between the politics being an election year. And so I think those three buckets in the space of time that we've got, we won't be able to dive deep, but at least I think we do well to speak to your points of view as to where we are today. And I want to throw out on the trend side, I want to throw out something that's become extremely evident to me, which is the changing face of founder-driven businesses to the roll-ups and the consortium of portfolios of brands that we've seen post-COVID. Any signs of that slowing or do you see the gas yet to be hit? I don't see that slowing at all. It's definitely a, it's a challenge and an opportunity, right? Like it's good that there's a lot of growth capital that sees franchising as a place to get a return on capital. I think the downside is 
were losing founder run purely companies, right? And there was something, there is something just so special about somebody that is a founder and a CEO and purely owns and operates that entity. And the ability to leverage that franchise model to new franchisees is also, I think, so special. But the world changes and there's a lot of competition out there. And if I think a lot of those founders who are contemplating this are seeing that if they don't have growth capital, that they're not able to invest in the business as quickly as some of their competitors might be. So it's certainly a double-edged sword, but we're certainly a, a believer in, in outside capital. In fact, Sunday at the convention on the 17th, we have our, the whole theme of that day is franchise development, but really leaning in on two amazing stories of companies that have leveraged that platform model. Neighborly will kind of go through, I think, five transactions that they've been through and the incredible story that Mary Kennedy Thompson is now leading uh, along with John Shell after the tragic passing of their CEO, Mike Bidwell. So that's one component of that day. The other component is uh, the story and the turnaround story of School of Rock and Rob Price, who has just done an incredible job turning that brand around and their franchisees are incredibly happy, profitable, and just went through their first transaction and now is on a platform called Youth Enrichment Brands. So Rob will be tying the turnaround into the platform story as well for us from the main stage. So there's a lot of great stories of founder-run companies that have used this, but I, I don't see that trend going anywhere. What else do you see on the trend line, Matt? I think the other thing we see is franchisees. I think that franchisees are going to continue to get bigger than and take on outside resources as well. So I, I think that is a trend that we're certainly going to see continuing. And I think that's largely happening as a function of just market forces and government involvement in the business model. Market forces meaning cost of labor, uh, other inflationary factors. We're not going to be back in a zero or low interest rate environment anytime soon. So I think that's another trend that we'll continue to see increasing. You know, on the flip side, though, I think there are great success stories of franchisors continuing to find kind of mom and pop franchisee operators. You look at Chick-fil-A, you look at what other brands like Fast Signs have done. They're focused on still having owner operators and want people that are still running businesses in the communities in which they operate. So nothing in franchising can be painted in an absolutist way, but those are two of the other trends that I see. Well, that kind of walks us, I think, to a transition in the conversation from the trends to the government side and the uncertainty of an election year. Why don't we grab a quick break here and come back on the other side of that break and pick up on GR. This is Franchise Today. I'm Stan Friedman. We're talking today with the president and CEO of the International Franchise Association, Matt Howler. Don't go away. Franchise Today will be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. Franchise Today is brought to you by FRM Solutions, offering the only CRM tool built exclusively for franchising that lets you have it your way. Whether you're a single brand needing professional tools across departments or a portfolio of brands needing franchise-specific CRM across the enterprise, either way, FRM satisfies the needs of many with the power of one. That's right, one single instance of FRM is all it takes across departments or across brands. So if you've had it with inflexible, one-size-fits-all CRM and your frustration today, FRM offers robust dashboarding, tailored reporting, and with open APIs, FRM pushes, pulls, and integrates with other databases, providing you with a single source of truth. Don't just take my word for it. Visit them at frmsolutions.com and order up a demo today. 
And we're back with Matt Haller, CEO of the International Franchise Association. We left you talking about trends and we're back talking about GR and government relations and all of the uncertainty that's ahead and how we are navigating through those waters, both at the federal as well as state and local levels. Matt, where's the biggest challenge of this year? That seems to be a floating dynamic year over year. I think there's two big challenges. One is the forces of government that we know of coming at us from the joint employer issue, this new rule that the NLRB issued goes into effect February 26th. So absent Congress and the House has already passed a resolution that would overturn it. The Senate is likely to act any day, but there are some other issues the Senate has to tackle that are important to the country before this. So this rule will go into effect in all likelihood before Congress acts. So that is one. I think the other is there's a bit of a black box at the Federal Trade Commission right now in terms of what their ongoing review of the franchise rule and the franchise relationship looks like and where they go with this policy. So in March of last year, the FTC issued a request for information, which is kind of a fancy way of saying it's a preliminary investigation about an area they may regulate down the road. And over three months, more than 4,500 commenters provided substantive comments about the fairness of the franchise relationship. So that's always, the unknown is always more difficult to plan for and predict for than the the known of the joint employer issue, which we know we don't like and know how to fight back against. So those are the two things that I think franchise business people need to have on their radars and be engaged in. And what exactly can those that are listening here do in support of and to assist the IFA's efforts in combating those issues? Yeah. On the joint employer front, got to join our Franchise Action Network. So FranchiseActionNetwork.com is the place to sign up if you're not already a member there. And we have an action alert right now asking our members to communicate to their Senate offices that this rule needs to be overturned. A process called the Congressional Review Act, which allows for any major regulation to be overturned with a simple majority of U.S. senators. And that's important because it's very unlikely that we would get 60 votes in the U.S. Senate on an issue like this. But it is also very likely that we will have bipartisan support. And we want as many U.S. senators to hear from their franchise business people in their states, asking them to do that. On the FTC, right now we're in a bit of a wait and see mode. We have some ideas that the IFA plans to put forward later this year about ways that the FTC could improve pre-sale disclosure. We think that is the appropriate lane for the Federal Trade Commission to improve the FTC's franchise rule. Where we are concerned they may go is an attempt to regulate the franchise relationship and expand outside the scope of their authority to do so. So as I mentioned, if folks want to talk more about those ideas that we have or provide us ideas where they think the FTC should improve the FDD and the franchise role, we are all ears at this point. This is a good window of time to get us thoughts, but in terms of where they may go, it's still a bit of an uncertain terrain. And is there a place you can direct the audience to go find those templated letters that they can, with ease and a couple of clicks of a mouse, be able to shoot off to their appropriate members of Congress and the Senate? Yeah, it's franchiseactionnetwork.com is the place to go sign up. You can also text FAN to the number 52886, and that will get you an automatic text back to be able to send that letter to Congress. All right, you've provided yet another great segue, Matt, to the third and final leg of our discussion today, and that is the upcoming convention and the transition point that I'm referencing is Joe Manchin is going to be talking to us. Isn't that correct? Yes, Senator Manchin from the great state of West Virginia is one of our keynote speakers, so he'll be joining us on Saturday, the 17th 
19th of February in Phoenix. And Senator Manchin's been a great champion of the business model, been a great champion of small business issues generally, and I think importantly, a voice that puts country before party. And I think is willing to carve his own path in the middle, which can be a really lonely place in Washington. But I think for those of us in business, we understand people that are more pragmatic and really don't look at any issue through a partisan lens, look at it through how is it going to impact my state, which is his first duty. And secondly, how is it going to impact the country? And I think that's where Senator Manchin feels very comfortable. Obviously, he has announced that he is not running for re-election in November. So he is feeling a little bit more emboldened of late to speak even more freely out around the country and has actually launched a new political organization trying to find bipartisan solutions to some of the country's biggest problems. So I think oftentimes when you hear politicians, they are reciting talking points. And that's not what you're going to get from Senator Manchin. You didn't get that in Congress. And you're certainly not going to get that now at the IFA. If you still haven't booked your registration or your travel, I would encourage you to get there to hear what he has to say, because it will be unvarnished. So Senator Manchin, Coach Prime, who else is on the speaking roster? Yeah, those two. Obviously, we've got all our award winners. So amazing award winners this year and being inducted into the IFA Hall of Fame is Catherine Monson from Propelled Brands. They just last week had a fourth brand come onto their platform, Camp Bow Wow. So we're really excited to honor Catherine. Tam Kennedy will be winning our Bonnie Levine Award. That's our Celebrating Women in Franchising. Founders of uh, College Hunks Hauling Junk, Nick Friedman and Omar Solomon, are entrepreneurs of the year. And a few other award winners that are great. We've recruited Kelly Vladi, who is the CEO of Denny's, such an iconic American brand. And she really has an amazing story of building a, an incredible company culture under her new leadership there. And then we close things out on our final day with a couple of things that we're pretty excited about. We've not had a multi-unit franchisee session on the main stage. So Greg Flynn, who's the largest franchisee in the world, is joining our current chairman, Dave Humphrey, who's a large Planet Fitness franchisee, and Jesse Kaiser, who's another large multi-unit, multi-brand franchisee for a discussion. And then our closing general session is actually the guy who's writing Coach Prime's biography, Don Yeager. And Don is really going to be talking about the art of uh, leading teams and building teams. He is, a, I think, 21 times New York Times bestselling author and a longtime sports writer for Sports Illustrated, but has done an incredible amount of research in team building and what goes into building a great team. So those are some of the things on the main stage that we got going on. Obviously, there are more than 70 breakout and educational sessions happening as well in every area from marketing to finance, to development, to the international space, legal space, operations. So there's really something for everybody. And then of course, all the great networking and the exhibit hall and all the parties that our supplier partner friends are throwing over the course of three, four days. And a shout out to my good friend, Paul Pickett, who's one of those award winners to this year, and Ronald Lee Harrison. Yeah. Ron, the Ron Harrison will be celebrating diversity in franchising. And I'll just say we're not breaking news here, but there will be an exciting new program in the diversity space that the IFA is going to launch on the main stage on Sunday as well. So we're really excited about some new resources that are coming to our foundation to launch a pretty powerful new program that we'll be excited to talk about in Phoenix. Speak to the members of the audience, Matt, who perhaps have in prior years registered and attended IFA, and then in more recent years have felt well, you know, I've done that. I don't need it again, or I really don't have to do that this year. What's compelling this year that's different about the convention that they haven't experienced in years past that they will experience this year in Phoenix? 
Yeah, I think more than ever, we are focused on, we're all in this together and we're only as powerful as our weakest link. And I think the theme that I talked about, franchise smarter and responsible franchising is a message that I think anybody in franchising needs to understand why this is so important to keep in mind right now against the backdrop of additional scrutiny about the business model. You know, this is not just a passing moment that we need to be thinking about this. This is how can we instill these principles in everything that we do in a franchising organization. And you're going to hear about that from the highest levels of the industry, from all the CEOs who are talking to these hugely successful multi-unit franchisees. The other point I would make is IFA is not just the International Franchisor Association, right? We're the International Franchise Association. And we have a record number of franchisees attending the convention this year, a record number of franchisees of the year which we've now done for the third straight year at the convention. And there's just a tremendous amount of earned media potential to help promote your brand and your high-performing franchisees through the megaphone that is the IFA. And we always talk about the importance of telling our industry's own story and thinking about how you can do that through participation in this event is something that we weren't doing in the past and is a big priority of mine because the franchising model is not always fully understood. And every franchisor I talk to tells me that their biggest challenge is either finding new franchisees in their pipeline or finding employees to work in their businesses or for their franchisees' businesses. And that can happen through thinking about your involvement in this association and this event by using us as a megaphone for you. Personally, Matt, I've been to the convention for, I don't know, 20 some odd years, and I've been there initially as a franchisor, more recently as a supplier. This will be my first IFA convention as both a franchisor and supplier. The only leg of the stool I think I've missed is franchisee, and I don't expect that I'm going to fulfill that and ever get to check that box, but you never know. You never know, Stan. <laughs> Matt, you never know who you're going to meet at the IFA. That's always the thing. The, the roster of attendees is always changing, and you never know who you're going to bump into at a reception or in the exhibit hall. And look, we all want to keep our contacts and our Rolodex fresh. Rolodex. I haven't heard that word in a long time, Matt. You've just aged yourself. You're getting up there, my friend. We got a few minutes left to get contact information, but before that, Matt, is there anything I haven't asked you that you wished I did? No, I don't think so. Well, fair and equitable. How about contact info for those that want to get back in touch with you and maybe learn a little more about how they can participate in GR and in support of the association that we all love so dearly? Of course. So our website, franchise.org. My contact info is just mhaller at franchise.org. You can find me on LinkedIn as well. Pretty active there. So any of those ways are probably the three best ways to get in touch with what the IFA is up to or with me directly. Matt, it's been great to grab a few minutes with you in front of a convention. And I hope you've inspired some people to rethink a decision if they haven't yet registered. Matt Haller, President and CEO of the International Franchise Association. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you, Stan. Well, that does it for today. Next week, we'll hear from Doug Wilmarth, a retired Navy helicopter pilot, mission commander, and Persian Gulf veteran who in the private sector went on to become a brand marketing leader and culinary innovator. Today, Doug is president at Muya Burgers, Fries, and Shakes, and he'll be here to tell us all about it. Remember, too, to hit the website at www.franchisetodaypodcast.com where you'll find a growing body of content, a library of hundreds of interviews going back more than a dozen years, 
And most importantly, please click the reviews tab and let the rest of the world know how we're doing here. It'll be so appreciated. So until next Wednesday at noon Eastern, I'm Stan Friedman wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising. And Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.